Well, hello, folks. Welcome to another episode of Surviving Empathy. I am your host, Brian Russell of Chef Fry Comedy, and you can reach me at all of my socials at Chef Fry Comedy. That's Chef B-R-Y. And uh, you can actually reach my wife at Spooky Nerdy Gal. And today, my wife and I are going to talk to you guys about what happens and what do you do when you just fucking can't anymore, you know? I mean, we hit an emotional wall, you know? Depression... Uh, anxiety. Uh, sometimes we just lose that, you know, that that special sauce, man. We lose our gumption, and uh, it can really make us hit a, a wall where it's really hard to get over that wall. You, you might even get suicidal. You may even get, uh, you know, just so depressed that you get paralyzed. And so, uh, my wife and I decided to take today as a mental health day and to kind of share with you guys uh, what we think about and what our loves and joys are and. Ourselves are having a serious problem with our mental health. Uh, we are not trained professionals, but we are simply uh, empaths who uh, are ultra sensitive to the world and ultra sensitive to uh, unkindness. And so we want to kind of share with you guys uh, what makes us inspired and what keeps us going and what helps us uh, when we hit an emotional wall. Because I think at the end of the day, uh, life is terribly up and, and grueling if you let it. And so uh, we just want to share with you guys uh, this fun and exciting uh, Friday Vibe episode. Uh, it was a lot of fun to record. It put me in such a good mood, and I think it will put you in a good mood too. So thank you uh, for being a, a subscriber, and uh, buckle up, grab yourself a beverage, and let's get started. Hello again, folks. Welcome to another episode of Surviving Empathy. I am your host, Brian Russell of Chef Fry Comedy, and you can reach me, of course, at all of my social media uh, sites, places, places, areas. destinations <laughs> at Chef Fry Comedy. That's Chef B R Y. And uh, today, uh, I have my wife. Please say hello. Hello. So we are going to talk to you guys about. Uh, what happens when you run out of juice, you know, when you run out of steam, you know, because happiness is easy when you're coasting. But what happens when you get down and you start getting up a hill and you're losing momentum? And we're going to talk about success and momentum and we're going to talk about happiness and momentum. And uh, we're just going to kind of give you guys a free form, uh, you know, just free form conversation about what makes us happy and what we do. When we hit that emotional wall, right? Right. Are you ready? I, I think so. Can you do it? I think so. Are we good? Okay. So the past few days, um, I've been feeling just, I don't know, just out of sorts. You know, I'm not sleeping great. Um, I have fibromyalgia and sometimes it messes with my sleep. And uh, and then I, I get into a, you know, kind of a rut where I'm not working out and I'm not running as much as I should, because that always seems to stimulate my body and reset. But then when you're tired and your body's hurting, you get in this rut where you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, you know. And so, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so so I wanted to kind of. Uh, guide you guys through uh, what we do and how, what works for us. Um, because some days nothing works, you know, sometimes you just have to accept the reality that you're going to be in a bad mood today. And that's just what happens, you know, but, um, but when you hit that emotional wall, um, it can be very impactful 
on your life. Um, not only can you get downright uh, fed up with life and people, you can get suicidal, you can get uh, just, uh, uh, you know, you lose your ambition, you lose your excitement, you lose that sense of humor that guides you and carries you through the hard times. And so, yeah, I, I just wanted to uh, talk about that because I'm kind of going through it right now myself. Um, and and while I, I have a tendency to get through it okay, um, sometimes, the, you know, it's harder than other times. And this is one of my more difficult ruts that I'm in. And I just wanted to describe what it is and describe how we get through it. And, uh, and then just kind of go into things that we love and why we love them and what keeps us happy, what keeps us going energetically speaking, because like I said, energy is intention. And, you know, so I, you know, I, sometimes I record and I'm in a great mood and I, I feel like the episodes turn out better, but sometimes I record and I'm not in a great mood and I go, Oh, you know what? That was actually pretty good, you know, because uh, it was from the heart and you're giving people, uh, I think something thoughtful and meaningful and impactful because I think we all go through that, you know, Absolutely. we go through life. Yeah. We go through life where we're just feeling out of sorts, and um, I, I think the reason why I'm going out, of, getting out of sorts right now, is because like you know, I, I mentioned on Instagram that um, I have no real reason to feel discouraged. I have no real reason, uh, but I, I'm tired. I'm not sleeping well. It's humid and muggy. Uh, you know, we're kind of going through that uh, summertime blues, like the old song. Yes, you know. Definitely. Yeah, because, you know, it's like sunny, 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 sunny. Okay, can we please get some autumn or something? Can we get some pumpkins? Can we get some spooky shit? Oh, yeah. Something, anything besides, you know, summer. And I love, you know, sunny weather, but when it gets too hot, especially when it gets humid, I don't sleep right. And so I just kind of get out of sorts. And then... Uh, you know, when I'm fibroing, I, I, I kind of take my, my fitness takes a backseat for a couple days and, uh, I'm actually, it's been a couple of weeks since I've worked out. And so that's kind of unprecedented for me. Um, <clears throat> but you know, it, it's like, I look at it like I've been lifting weights and running literally my whole life. And so sometimes you really do just have to let your body rest and recover because you don't understand how all that fitness and all that exercise and all that stress can break down your body. It breaks up down your ligaments and your muscles and your nerves and your nervous system. And then you might feel out of sorts simply because your body just can't handle the, 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 the rigors of life, you know. That's why I don't exercise. <laughs> you don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't want to start something that you I can't finish. I avoid all the side effects. Yeah, you got to get, get <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, yeah. So, um I guess where I'd want to start uh, is, is is just telling you guys uh, that this podcast means a, a lot to me. Um, and one of the reasons that sort of got me feeling down is that I bought this brand new computer uh, and I got a brand new microphone and all this new equipment just so that I can have this perfect podcast for you guys. And I've been, I call it uh, hunting for gremlins. I've been searching for audio gremlins ever since the beginning. I do this, I do that, I've updated my drivers, I talk to Dell, they have me restart my whole computer and reboot it from scratch, and, you know, I've just done everything I can think of, including messing with the gain knob and everything, anything and everything you can think of, I'm, I'm doing it, and yet I'm still getting these clicks 
on the podcast. So I want to apologize to you guys for the audio imperfection. Um, it means a lot to me that you guys are hearing me in good audio. Um, that being said, uh, I am still working on it. I think I've got it mostly figured out, but um, that kind of got me re- like, oh, what if I start losing followers because they think I'm an amateur because the, the poor audio quality. And then several episodes in in the description, I have to explain that, sorry, you guys, you know, this is what's going on. Still happening. Yeah, and, the, and it's beyond my control. I can't do anything about it. I've been talking with Dell. I've been, tr- you know, trying to troubleshoot. And I think I have it. I, You know, because my other computer was an old piece of shit. And yet, you just plug that guy in. It didn't matter whether the gain knob was down. It didn't matter. Like, it just worked, and it worked perfectly. And so here I have this new technology, and it kind of just goes to show that sometimes older is better because... It's not as finicky it's, and yeah. not as detail-oriented. Yeah, yeah, exactly, say. right. It's just an old piece of shit, and it's like, whatever, I don't... You <laughs> plug, plug it in it USB, in, okay, it. It, it sounds good to me. You know? Yeah, exactly. So so that's kind of what started uh, my funk, and uh, I. so I want to thank you guys very much from the bottom of my heart that uh, you're you're putting up with with some of the you know imperfections right now. I promise you, I'm doing everything I can uh, to get it back to normal. Um, uh, if if I have to, I'll go back to my old computer. I still have it. Um, so that's what kind of started it, uh, and then what perpetuated it is the fact that uh, I've been having a lot of migraines and headaches because the weather has been back and forth a lot. We're having a lot of humidity here in Oregon, and then. Gross. Yeah, and then we wake up and it's like overcast, and uh, that gives us a lot of headaches. But I like the overcast; it makes me think of fall. Yeah, but but then you get the headaches from the it, headaches right? Worse. Right, and so I like it because it's a different mood from yeah. summer. Especially when you've had three hundred days of summer, you're like, okay, I'm I'm kind of bored with the same old heat and exhaustion. <laughs> Could we please maybe have something else? Um, so yeah, um, but. Um, so, yeah, so that's where uh, my head is at right now. It's all about, you know, trying to put out the best content for you guys. And I try very hard to realize, like, you guys have been the best because uh, I'm an imperfect person. You guys know that, but you know that my my heart is true and you know my intentions are good. Um, and so I just want to thank you guys for being that way to me because it, uh, we live in a society that it is so perfectionist oriented. And, um, you know, then I'll go, you know, I'll go on Instagram and it's like, Sam, the cooking guy just got 3 million views. Woohoo. And I like Sam, the cooking guy. So I don't want to make this about bashing other people because that's not what it's about. Um, but it, you can get jealous of people. Like I, I, I hate to hit, like, I'm a better chef than him. I'm, I'm sorry to say it, <laughs> but I went to culinary school, like worked my ass off. And here's this guy. He just kind of busts in to the scene. And, uh, I, I you know. And, and but good for him because he's really good too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like it's, there's no ego in that. It's just but when you work your ass off and you see other people succeeding, uh, not only in cooking and cookbooks, but they're also succeeding on YouTube and they're also succeeding on, on a podcast. It's like fuck you, guy. <laughs> you know. But I love you. But I love you. But I hate you right now. I'm I'm, I'm low key hating on you. <laughs> but um. And so, yeah, you know, and, and so the point is, is that we all get insecure. We all feel out of sorts sometimes, even those that we think don't, like Dave Bautista or The Rock. You know, The Rock has come out and said, I get depression. I have clinical depression. 
And so it's probably why he works out all the time, because if he doesn't work out, he probably feels very uh, tired, lethargic, and sad. Um, and that's a very natural thing. And that's why I do it all the time. But then I burned out. And so I'm kind of taking a break and a breather. Um, but babe, I've said enough, you know, to just, just kind of tell me, uh, uh, what makes you happy? What makes you sad? And what's helping you get through right now? Really? Just such an open-ended question. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't prep for shit this day today. <laughs> I really, I really did. didn't. <laughs> so what makes me happy? Um, things do make me happy you make me happy oh it makes me happy yes me too um my stupid little <sighs> games on my phone whenever i'm feeling down or just not kind of out of sorts i just kind of do my little coloring app or do my little emoji blitz app and it just kind of kind of centers me and mm-hmm. and it makes me happy that she's happy like we sit next to each other and sometimes you know when you're when you've been as married for as long as us you you're with each other but sometimes you're not paying attention to each other but the energy's there and mm-hmm. so when you're in that yeah. good place and you're mm-hmm. doing your silly games, and I don't mean they're silly, but know. you know what I mean. They are. Okay. But when you're doing your games and stuff and I'm doing my thing and we're just both, we're together but separate and we're not really paying attention, um, sometimes that can be a very comforting thing because we're at the point where we don't feel like, you know, when relationships are new, it's like, so what you thinking? <laughs> You know, we don't have to do that anymore. It's it's great. It's liberating. But um, go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I okay. didn't mean to cut you no, off. That's good. Um, fall and spooky things and Christmas mm-hmm. lights all make me happy. And it only within the last three or four years, I realized, hey, I can keep Halloween decorations up all year. I can keep Christmas lights <laughs> up all year. They make me happy. Why should I shove them in a box for 10 mm-hmm. months out of the year? I can attest. <laughs> we have, we're looking at orange lights <laughs> as we speak. Yes, and an orange wall. <laughs> yeah. But it makes me happy. Yeah. So why should I keep it in a box for 10 months when I right. could be looking at it all year? Right. And, and that bring me joy just by seeing it. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to, I'm only going to interject things because I want you to mm-hmm. continue, but yeah, I um, what makes me happy is like pop culture. That's why I have a Terminator head on my desk here. That's why I love uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Marvel and DC and Batman and all that stuff. That's why her room looks like a preteen's room. <laughs> right, right. And and some people have judged me. I have a friend who's a chiropractor. He, he and his wife, you know, they I think they want to be, um, uh, in, you know, valued for their intellect because. Uh, he he's a chiropractor. He worked very hard for that. She has a master's degree in business, and uh, they, I, I love them dearly. But we're just different. We're different. Mm-hmm. I like superhero shit. I like being silly. I'm a silly heart, you know. And and I think he his desire is. I mean, because I mean, I want to be respected for for being a professional and mature as well. But I gotta be me you know and so i you know i just i get really bored with um adult culture like we have to watch this adult drama because it's about really deep meaningful things it's very serious very adult very adult yeah (laughs) yeah and i mean don't get me wrong i mean i you know i do like thoughtful uh uh, thought-provoking dramas and things like that but i just but i also feel the need uh, to let go, to escape, you know? Um, and so that's what superhero movies do. And that's what like old eighties horror movies, like nightmare on Elm street and all that silly shit. And that's why I wear, I have t-shirts, you know, everything from Scooby-Doo to nightmare on Elm street to, uh, red letter media, red letter media is a YouTube channel that we watch. And they're 
what makes them so funny, and and this is what I'm trying to capture because funny can be funny because you're oh ha ha you know like Jerry Seinfeld funny like you know conversational uh, what if like you know identifiable humor like we all know that when we lose a sock you know the sock gremlin comes you know like, that's Jerry Seinfeld humor. Uh, Red Letter Media has that sense of humor of like dark bleakness and, and like dry and sarcastic, dry and sardonic, and like um, like clinically depressed and like <laughs> suicidal, but in a dark and funny way, like getting older and like making fun of yourself and just being self deprecating mm-hmm. about getting older, you know, like because like yeah, Mike, he's, like, he's Grandpa Mike now. <laughs> <laughs> it is us. Um, and so yeah, and so a lot of people might not get that, and that's why I think a lot of people might. Uh, make the assumption that, you know, that I'm not ambitious or that I'm not serious. Uh, what? Because I want to put a cape on my uh, back and fly around like Superman still? Hey! Still be serious. Hey, that's right. That's serious business. But I think the difference is, is that um, perhaps in some ways, maybe we've grown past the point of, of feeling like we need to be uh, uh, fake or perfect uh, to satisfy society, because I think a lot of people are trying to satisfy uh, their inner demons. There's demons. They're, they're, I call them your inner critic. That inner critic is always like, "Ew, why do you wear that? Ew, why are you eating that? Ew, why are you watching that?" And and so we have this tendency to make a lot of assumptions that society wouldn't get us and that society wouldn't like us. And society is the thing that puts those criticisms in our brain in the first place. Absolutely. More than likely, yeah. you wouldn't feel that way if you yeah. didn't have society putting pressure. Yeah, and I don't, you know, and I don't blame people who have those demons, have those inner dialogues in their mind, because I think we all get it from time to time, you know. But, but the one thing I'm really trying to do here at uh, Surviving Empathy is just be yourself, you know. Um, yeah, I want to get famous, but I don't want to change. But now I got to start caring about stuff I don't care about. What I got to start wearing pants every day. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get famous wearing my short pants and my and my flip flops. <laughs> exactly. But but it, that's because uh, we both are uh, empaths. We both are highly sensitive. Um, and and we've both had really hard lives. You know, Rebecca was a MA for uh, eighteen years. It was a very mature, very hectic, fast-paced setting. I was a chef and a soldier, so I don't even have to tell you how hard that shit is. And so, yeah, we're at this point where maybe, just maybe, uh, we want to be kids again. And so I get a lot of happiness out of nostalgia. Um, but sometimes it, sometimes it's a, it's a weird thing because nostalgia can make you happy, but then nostalgia make you think about your grandma and then your grandma passed away. And it's that domino effect of thinking, you know. Um, but I love the 80s. I love... Uh, you know, you know, old 80s comedies, old 80s uh, horror. Uh, we love uh, like horror documentaries about the 80s, you know, and you've got Cassandra Peterson and you've got all the greats, you know, uh, you know, Freddy Krueger and everybody just Kane Hodder and Robert England, all these people. And we've seen a lot of these people at Comic-Con. And while I think there's something to be said about, you know, because I think what happened was, is that Nerd culture got popularized by Big Bang Theory, but then when Big Bang Theory got sort of played out, it was no longer cool to be nerdy anymore because I think it was lacking some emotional substance. And so I guess what I'm trying to do is, is, is say it's still okay to be yourself and it's still okay to be nerdy, 
Um, just because Big Bang, you know, went on a couple seasons longer than it should have doesn't mean that you can't still enjoy nerdy shit, you know? Absolutely. So, please continue. More have, things that make me happy. Yes, please. Um, Ice coffee. I'm going to sip coffee. it right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makeup and nail polish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, let's just say, a lot. Oh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I use it. I wear it every day. And Tell- it makes me happy to look at it. It makes me happy to play with it and yeah. look at the colors and feel the textures. And and tell them about your uh, your random Oh, wheel. yeah. I <laughs> actually have so many eyeshadow palettes. And I was reaching for the same ones over and over again. that I found an app that has a little spinner wheel. Plugged in all my eyeshadow palettes. So every morning I hit the little wheel and it tells me which one to use. And she does. And I do. Yeah. And it's fun. It makes me think of things in a different way and, and come out of my what my comfort zone is at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think of things that I wouldn't normally think of. Yeah, exactly. And so when I, you know, whenever I'm trying to get myself into a better mood, you know, I'll have my chiropractor friend call me and, you know, I'll say, you know, I'll always interject some like random uh, line from an old movie for like the Sandlot has been in my mind a lot yes, lately. Yes, <laughs> And he liked it. <laughs> and he did. And he, and did. he liked it. And he liked it. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. It's so out of context. But my point simply is is that um, sometimes in this world when we're hurting and we're struggling, um, we're, we're trying, we put up this wall. And, and uh, that wall can make people make a lot of assumptions about our character, a lot of assumptions about our maturity. Um, and while I enjoy being a silly heart, Yes, I have a very serious side. I'm a perfectionist. Ask my wife. I, I cannot stand imperfection. Everything uh, bothers me. I have to have everything with right angles. I have a problem. I know that. And I'm messy. And she's, yeah, she's the opposite. Oh. So we work, you know, it works out. We've, we've we we complement each other. We each other out a little yeah, bit. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, what else, babe? Uh, reading. I love reading. Yeah. I've discovered a lot of um, kind of urban horror or fantasy lately. Sure. And it's really fun. Vampires and ghosts and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, I've always been a big reader. Um, I recently picked up Counted Cross Stitch again. I stopped yeah. for about 15 years. Mm-hmm. And there is so much stuff out there now that's so much fun. In the old days, you had to go to Michael's and you had your choice of five kits. And that was all whether you liked the stupid flowers or not. <laughs> but now... All kinds of spooky designers mm-hmm. and spooky designs, and I probably have eight things going right now, yeah. but it's fun, and yeah. it keeps, me, keeps yeah. me happy, too. Absolutely, and so and so, our relationship um, isn't perfect, you guys. I know, like, we come off, you know, a certain way here on the show, um, but there's a lot of downtime where we're, you know, not we get along pretty good. Occasionally, we, we, we get into it, but very rarely do we actually argue um, it's just that we're both, um, depressives and we're both very highly sensitive and we're both, um, scared shitless about, you know, our parents dying. We're, we're scared shitless about this economy. Um, during uh, the Trump years, uh, I was very scared about, uh, the growing, uh, sociopathic tendencies of our culture and our society that worries me. It's very uh, unnerving. Um, and so, you know, a lot of people think that I'm, you know, against you because you're conservative. No, no, not at all. Having conservative values doesn't mean you have to be a fucking sociopath. It's like, draw the line. Know where the distinction is. Because I have friends that are conservative. And um, while I don't understand how they don't see 
the awful parts of it. Um, mm -hmm. It Me just, too. it just, you know, I, but I also don't, you know, I also understand though, why sometimes they get a little down on MSNBC or CNN because uh, good for instance is the, uh, this last weekend we went to this place called uh, the barn, the barn at Hickory station. In yeah. Albany. In Albany. Yeah. And we're, um, we, we, she has these friends that work with her, and I had just met them, and we had a great Hi, time. Hi, Connor and Alexis. Hi, guys. We had a great time, <laughs> by the way. Um, but it was a lot of fun because, um, you know, hardly anybody was wearing masks. There was a few. Um, and, and then I had a couple of beers, and uh, it just it didn't even occur to me. And I'm a hypochondriac, you know, obviously. Duh. Everybody knows. <laughs> I'm a hypochondriac. I'm a perfectionist. You know, I'm always, like, overly worried about stupid shit. And so... Like that particular day, I it didn't even cross my mind that we were that there's a Delta variant out there and that you know the masks you know are required in a lot of public places and um, and while we are vaccinated, uh, it didn't really occur to me. And then we gave them a hug goodbye at the end, and um, you know I don't think anybody nobody acted it didn't weird cross about my it. mind that day either. Yeah. But we we're all four of us are vaccinated. We are outside. It was breezy. It was sunny. We, the tables were separated. Mm -hmm. We weren't sitting on top of people. So yeah. it was, it was well, a good environment that made you feel a little bit safer. Well, and I, and I think the way I, the, you know, I can't identify with everything about conservative culture because I do believe in some ways it's become very Trumpian and Trump-like. And they think that any amount of corruption, any amount of meanness and cruelness, so long as it's towards the people they hate, uh, is, is okay. And obviously it's not. Um, and, but that's not to say that conservatives don't have a point sometimes, because if you watch CNN or MSNBC on any uh, regularity, like we, like I usually do, I've stopped watching it all the time um, because there, nothing new is happening. You know, okay, Biden's doing fine. You know, uh, Jen Psaki is 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 you know swatting down Fox News Daily. You know, uh, the, the Republican Party is trying to maintain their uh, Trumpian ways. Not a lot is changing. Um, and so, so I try to get into it a couple times a month. But the one thing that I'm learning is that I'm not all freaked out anymore about COVID. Because, and so my only point would be is, yes, we should follow the science. And yes, Dr. Fauci should be listened to. CDC is a scientific organization that is funded $6 billion per year. We don't question those things because they know better than some dipshit on Fox News. And so, you know, um, my point simply is, though, is that but it does make you a hypochondriac by watching it every fucking day and it's listening just, to the numbers yeah. grow because – um, while the numbers are growing uh, in a lot of places, um, we're in a small town and we took precautions and we've been vaccinated. Um, and, and for the most part, we're, we're very safe. You know, if I'm in a, you know, you wear your mask, do you wear your mask when at I'm work? working at work? If I am cashiering where I'm seeing customer after customer after customer, and I'm only maybe a foot away from them, we do have plexiglass up, but when I'm closer to people, I do wear my mask. I'm at the customer service desk where I'm like three feet away from them. Um, I don't wear it as much. Sometimes I do. If I'm feeling a little paranoid about things, I'll wear it. But yeah, 
when I'm cashiering, yes. And not only because of COVID, but because once we took the masks off, a whole bunch of my coworkers got sick because people came in sick with other things. Yeah. 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 So. Well, yeah, you forget that, you know, not only are we protecting ourselves of COVID, but we're protecting ourselves of just the common cold and everything else. And my else. allergies are worse since I stopped wearing it. My nose is running nonstop. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, it's filtering all that stuff out. Yeah. Um, and so I'm not trying to digress. I'm just trying to say that, um, you know, our political times are fucking depressing, you guys. And while I, it, it is because, you know, I don't hate people because they're conservative. I never have. Um, but when they're mean and rude to you or dismissive of science or dismissive uh, or getting aggro and violent. Um, come on, you guys. Don't you. Fu- they call us sheeple. Like, you are letting in a single TV station uh, radicalize you into sociopaths, and you're going to call us sheeple? You know, it's not because I believe that, that conservatives, just like liberals, deserve uh, a free and fair source of media. They deserve to have a voice. I just think that if MSNBC lied to us with such regularity the way Fox News does, we would notice it and we wouldn't respect them anymore. And once we lost respect for them, we wouldn't watch anymore. So the fact that they're still eating this shit up daily tells me, it signals to my brain uh, that they've, they're, they're, they're addicted to the culture of it and they don't give a fuck about what's right and wrong. And that is where you start getting into sociopathic tendencies, sociopathic belief systems. Um, and because, you know, I have conservative friends who watch Fox News, um, and some some people, like my friend Corey, it radicalizes, and then some people, like Craig, you know, he's got an AM radio show, it's a conservative radio show, um, where he just says, you know, I just think it's all getting overblown. It's like, they got a point. It's not that we shouldn't take precautions, it's not that we shouldn't try to, you know, inform people and try to get people to take the vaccine, but what do we got to start doing? Do we need, like, uh, cheese pill pockets for people now? <laughs> Is that what we got to do? Because something, yeah, but I don't know. you would think by now, it's frustrating. yeah. And you got Fox News is finally doing the right thing, and they're promoting getting the vaccination. And thank goodness for that. Um, I don't have a problem with people having their right wing media. Just that, God, man, look how they change on a dime. If Trump says this, then they have to echo that, and if Trump says that, then they have to echo that, and. It's becoming this thing where, you know, the, the tail is wagging the fucking dog. And it's like, God, if, if, if liberals, because liberals know better. If liberals were watching a, a station that was just getting so hype and so uh, increasingly corrupt and so increasingly uh, uh, mean-spirited I, and, and then just lying to your constituents like that time and time and time again, uh, liberals are smart enough to go, fuck this. Like, I'm not getting my source of information here. You wouldn't. You wouldn't get your, uh, uh, you know, news from the National Enquirer, would you? So why would you get your, uh, uh, you know, vaccination news from Fox News, who have an, clearly have an agenda to, uh, you know, to make uh, d- Democrats and liberals look ridiculous over, you know, the overblown hype? And and while I can agree there is a little bit of overblown hype, um, you know. It's because we're trying to save lives here, you know. Yeah. I don't want my mm. mom to fucking die because you're a jerk. No, you know. I, I Anyways, know. I digress. Anyway, we're coming back that's around. The thing that makes us unhappy. Yes, yes. So what makes us unhappy about it is that 
we have conservative friends and we don't have a problem if you have basic conservative principles, but it makes us unhappy because yeah, it's stress inducing. Trump, four years of Trump will get you some fucking PTSD, man. That guy's a psychopath, and he's like, every day, and it's like, I had to watch the news like I was a, a I call it like a like a, a vigilant sentinel. Like, I'm just trying to find out, do I need to protect myself? What do I need to do? What's he saying now? What's going on? Like, I felt I was addicted to being scared. I was addicted to being worried. And now that Biden's president, it's not that I think he's perfect. Far from it. But at least they follow the science, and at least... I mean, they've done more for COVID and more for our economy in six months than Trump did in four years. Yeah, I don't feel like I have to wake up every morning and look at my phone to see what fucked up shit is happening today. Right. So. Right. And and while we still get frustrated with the Trumpers because, I mean, it's been six months and they're still t- crying foul on the election. And they're still out in front of my wife's work just outside of they can't do anything about it because it's just outside of their property but they're sitting there selling Trump flags and all this shit. And and my point is this. I'm a veteran. I know what don't tread on me is supposed to stand for. So don't tell me, motherfucker, that you're a better patriot than me because you watch Fox News. Yeah. Fuck you, guy. I'll whoop your ass. Had to get that off. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get that off my chest it's because right. it's frustrating. No. Okay. It's frustrating. That was, that, was some, that was very frustrating, the three days it's happened so far. Driving into work right outside my my driveway is this whole setup. And then customers calling me, asking me if we're supporting that or if our company is okay with that. And our, right. that they're not going to shop there anymore. And yeah. we can't do anything about it. They're outside of our property. They're it's within their rights. But it's making us lose customers because yeah. they think we're supporting well, that shit. And see, the thing is, is that I don't have a problem with them selling merch. No, but not when it's, when it's so directly in front of a business, people assume well, it's associated with that business. And my problem with it is perpetuating the lies yeah. that that Trump is going to be reinstalled as president, perpetuating the lies that COVID isn't real, perpetuating the lies that, uh, you know, uh, Biden and Harris are somehow just as corrupt as Trump. Come on, get a fucking grip, will you please? You know? Yeah. Anyway. Exactly. But, but anyway. But... I, happy. But I do under well, <laughs> yeah yeah, but I do understand why they are talking about it being overblown because it is. Could just one day go by where CNN and MSNBC don't fearmonger about it, and I get why they're doing it. They're trying to get our society to start uh, paying attention to how dire and serious this is. We're we're entering a new variant phase and a new uh, you know uprise. So, yes, of course, I understand why they do it. I just wish they would do it in a way that wasn't so fucking, like, wimpy. They make us look so fucking weak. And so what happens is people who are inner, have inner toughness are like, should I vote for the jerk asshole party or should I vote for the pussy party? And it's like not all conservatives are jerks and not all uh, liberals are pussies. Hate to use the term. Sorry. But. We are all human beings, and so we have to stop letting our media, you know, change us and turn us into something, you know, because I, I get it. It's, it, you know, during the Trump years, you know, I got very obnoxious on Facebook, and I probably lost a couple of Facebook friends, and I probably deserved it um, because it was just too much. But the thing of it is, 
is that the uninitiated people who don't pay attention are like, boy, you sure don't like that Trump. I mean, sure, he's a jerk and all, but dot, dot, dot. It's like, well, you don't understand, you know, that's how Hitler got into power. That, you know, I hate to use that extreme analogy, but Hitler got into power because he said all the right things for a long, long time. And then next thing you knew, he his power grew until finally he was so powerful that when he did become reveal his true intentions, uh, it was too late. He had too much power and there was nothing we could do about it. And that almost happened, you guys. It almost fucking happened. Look at January 6th. And, and so my point is this. We're talking about happiness. How happy are conservatives eating up this garbage every day, being radicalized, and, and going into grocery stores and yelling at perfect strangers because they're wearing a mask? I mean, that's not happy and well-balanced and stable. No. Being angry all the time. And, yeah. And, yeah. So, so when they talk about, you know, we're so this and we're so that, it's like, no, I just don't think anybody these days are sincerely happy because our polit- our politics is very divisive and uh, our culture and our economy the economy you know everything's going uh, the cost of things are going up right now we're having a lot of supply chain issues uh what else there's um taco bell was closed the other night because yeah. they can't get supplies <laughs> yeah well and then we she drove to the other taco bell and then it too was closed it's like you know you could have put up a fucking sign that said hey both locations are closed right now, but no, that would take too much effort, you know. <laughs> like, people around here, I swear to God, were born in a fucking shed or something. I don't... <laughs> I'm sorry. I said that. <laughs> take two! <laughs> anyway, but my point simply is, is that um, you're gonna run into a lot of problems in life, no matter what you do. I don't even... I hardly go outside. I'm, I work independently. And yet I still feel it. I mean, yes, I am, you know, energetically sensitive, but yeah, we're all feeling it, you guys. We're all feeling, uh, 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 you know, just terribly sad and miserable about many, many things. Um, It's scary. We're living in scary times. And so, yeah, what made me happy was the Olympic Games. Um, Yeah. To see all... And they're still going. And to see... Yeah. And to see multiculturalism in a way that isn't, like, mean-spirited. Like, you can root for USA without being mean towards China or Russia mm-hmm. or whoever. Yeah. I like that. I do, too. It's and, been and, really fun to watch. And just seeing young, healthy people helps old folks like us go, you know what? We're not dead yet. <laughs> it's going to be okay, you know? Yep. It really does. And so, yeah. Um, sorry we got on that political tangent, but it needs to be said. I mean, guys... You know, I'm not against conservatism. I'm not against, you know, we're all the same virtually. I mean, we it's just that we're how we consume information and what we learn and how we choose to, to behave based on the, that information uh, is why we're all becoming a bunch of Karens toward each other. We're being mean and cruel to each other. And so uh, I would just say, <clears throat> you know, yes, you know, if, you, if you're scared about uh, the Delta variant, you have every right to be. Um, but God. Let's quit echoing what we hear on CNN. I mean, you know, yes, I get that they're trying to provide a public service, but there's only so much you can say until you just become a a cultural uh, wedge and that becomes a cultural wedge issue, Um, you know, because Fox News, that's all they do is cultural wedge issue after cultural wedge issue. And then they use whatever uh, CNN or MSNBC say against us to try to further their agenda. And the problem is, is that, 
I truly and sincerely believe that um, right now there are a lot of good conservatives out there in our culture, um, but they're not on the right side of history right now. They just aren't. Trumpism is a, a failed movement. It had it served no purpose toward the betterment of our country. It only served to hurt and to uh, disenfranchise and to and to help Donald Trump's finances and ego. And that is not how you get ahead in this country. And so I'm not saying let's hate on each other. We should not. What we need to do, hold Fox News accountable, but also hold MSNBC and CNN accountable. And all I'm saying is, is shut the fuck up about COVID for one day. God, it just gets so, like, it's to the point where my Facebook friends are like, ew, you went out on a Sunday without your mask? (laughs) Uh, yes, because I'm deeply unhappy. I needed a mental health day. Jesus Christ. Yes. You well, know? and back to the happy thing. When yes. we were at the barn, it's yes. a dog-friendly place. Oh, yes. And we got to meet a corgi puppy mm-hmm. and a golden doodle puppy. And animals are one of the things that bring me a ton of joy. Mm-hmm. And especially baby animals. So mm-hmm. I was in heaven. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. It was adorable. Well, and, and me getting out of the house helps me because I'm one of those people that as you probably have figured out by now is I'm too inside my own head. And so just getting out of my own head is a, a, a welcomed relief because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, you know, I try to be more light. That's why I'm trying to be a comedian just because I do have a light side and I do have a sense of humor and I am a silly heart, but I'm also um, dark and deep and uh, you know, just overly, uh, I don't know, just, it just, I, I get thinky. I'm too, you're right. I'm just too thinky about shit. Yeah. Yep. So some days let yourself be stupid. You know? Exactly. Some, why do you think some people are so happy? That, yes. You know, you know, because I honestly, you know, you guys, I, I sincerely believe that happiness to be happy. And this is going to sound counterintuitive, but in order to be happy, uh, there has to be, there has to exist a certain amount of self delusion because we all are getting older. We all are getting sick. And there are people dying all around us uh, that don't deserve it. And that is very frustrating and very sad and very scary. We do live in a scary world. Um, and so, you know, we have to find ways to get out of our own head. And so that's what I mean about when you uh, subscribe to certain mentalities on certain networks and channels is that you also subscribe to their um, their over-seriousness, too. Like, would you need to get out of your own head for a day. They're right. You might be on the right side of the issue. You might be on the right side of history, but, you know, one day you just need to put on your bathing suit and slide down a fucking slip and slide and just be a kid again, you know, and mm-hmm. just enjoy life. And I, th- I think that's what's going on with me right now is that um, I wake up, and uh, it could be the weather is off. It could be just the energy is off. It could be that um, just too much of the same thing and not enough variety. And so, yeah, going to the barn on Sunday, it helped me not only get out of my own head and enjoy some beer and enjoy the weather uh, and meet new people and dogs, <laughs> <laughs> but it also allowed me to see that uh, this highly conservative small town in, in Oregon uh, is actually not as bad as you think that mm-hmm. there are normal people that exist there, here and yeah. quit 
assuming that everybody is like your enemy because you know the energy a lot of it is is yes you're getting society energy and that can translate into um, feeling very stressed and feeling very down uh, but at the end of the day uh, there are the, actually demographically there's just as many Democrats and liberals here as there are conservatives and mm-hmm. so you know and, and even if there weren't the truth is, is that I don't have a problem with you being conservative I have a problem with you consuming dog shit and calling it fucking steak here you know I I, I barbecued steak yesterday <laughs> so yeah uh, you know uh, so yeah so so you know the point is is that uh, we're all uh, stressed out we're all going through something and um, and that's why uh, you know this podcast and the the importance of kindness is so fucking important to me and while yeah I worry that someone's gonna hear one episode and go ew, I didn't like his style he was being immature like listen to all of my podcasts find you'll find you'll see that I can be thoughtful I can be mature and I can be a silly heart. It's just, you know, I'm trying to have balance. Um, you know, but um, yeah, I worry about, you know, losing uh, my audience because of audio quality issues or because I didn't say something the right way. Um, but God, you guys, I'm just a human being and we just got to start forgiving each other at the end of the day, you know? And forgiving yourself. Yeah. Too many people are so hard on themselves. And Yeah. Like today, I woke up and I I just didn't feel in the right headspace, and then the migraine hit. So I I instead of powering through work, I I called out. I needed to take care of my headache and take care of my brain and my mental health. And yeah, we are. Yeah, and so that's and that's what we're here for is to kind of you know we're we're not perfect people by any stretch. Um, I'm not the smartest person in the world. I'm not stupid, but I'm I'm clearly not a mega genius. Uh, I just have this weird uh, ability to be myself, <laughs> you know, uh, it's my, it's my podcast savantism. <laughs> I'm good at this one. Well, I can cook and I can podcast. That's, that's what I can do. Um, and I can tell jokes, but, um, but yeah, uh, you know, it's just, as I'm getting older, I'm starting to feel older. Um, and as my sleep quality goes down, um, I start losing hope and then the days start kind of um, bleeding together and then you start losing that hope. And so the point of uh, not only this podcast, but the point of life is to try to change things up, change your thinking, change your station in life. Um, you know, it doesn't mean be foolish. It just means, you know, try to um, get out of your own head because it's so easy to just live your life as a liberal or as a conservative or as a white person or as a brown person, you know. I love all people. God, you saw, you see me during the Olympics. I'm like, I love people from all countries. Yeah. They're so beautiful and so adorable. I just yeah. want to put them in my pocket and feed them <laughs> Skittles. <laughs> Silly. Especially the little gymnasts. I know, I know. They're so cute. The one that we thought was towering above everybody and thought she was so tall. She's 5'5". Five five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shows you how tiny half inch taller than me. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. But yeah, so we follow the, the Olympics and we're watching, you know, we watch gymnastics and we watched, uh, uh, what else? We watched the men's gym. Yeah, diving. Um, and Track and field. Track and field. Yeah, those are all our favorites. Um, but, you know, what's cool now, though, is unlike the old days where you just had to kind of watch whatever you could now we have DVR and we have apps and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch all of it, man. I mean, not probably not all, <laughs> all of it, you know, because there's too much there. But I'm going to watch me some badminton 
and see yeah, what's going on. It's kind of fascinating. I bet you it's intense for badminton. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure. There's probably some serious badminton going probably. on. You know? yep. But um, yeah, I was feeling really, really bad, you guys. And the point is, is that when you hit an emotional wall, um, seriously, you can be suicidal. You, you know, it's like the old, uh, you know, uh, Ocean's Eleven. He's like, he's like, um, you know, do you ever feel suicidal? He's like, only in the mornings. You know, because because it can do that. Life can do that. Um, you, we trick ourselves into happiness. Uh, we, we we there's a, a certain self delusions we have to maintain. We have to maintain the illusion uh, of happiness. And 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 I, I don't want to say that it's an illusion, really. It's just that it's where you choose your brain to go. Because when you you know, my father, um, rest in peace. He passed away in 2010, but. He died of alcoholism, and that's why, you know, I, I can drink, but I have to watch myself, you know. Um, but he, the, re, what, the reason why he died is not just the alcohol. He cannot keep his mind right. He is very thinky like me, very intelligent, um, probably more intelligent than me, but he was very dark. And so while I can appreciate a dark sense of humor, um, when you're in that dark place for too long and you don't have people to get out of your own head with, uh, you will um, ultimately succumb to that. And, and that's what happened to my father. And yeah, it's I, hard. I, yeah. it's hard to get yourself out of that. It is. It is. And so that's why we're doing this type, type of episode, because we want it to be fun and we want it to be real. and We want it to be unrehearsed. Um, it wasn't about laziness. Uh, I, I don't mind preparing for the show, but sometimes... Some shit just comes from the heart and you want it to just, you know, it's like, it's like an artist. You've got a canvas and sometimes you just got to, you know, like the big Lebowski, Maude Lebowski, you know, where she just, she's swinging naked from the thing <laughs> and she's just splashing paint everywhere and whatever it come, turns into is what it turns into. Um, you know, I think that's a good thing sometimes on a podcast. I, it, it, most of the time you, you got to have structure and you got to. Uh, you know, think it through and have that. But other times, sometimes it's okay just to kind of let it be what it is and let it breathe, you know, and, uh, and that's my motto for life is, uh, you know, we got to get it out of our heads. Um, and we've got to stop being, uh, worrying, worrying all the time about COVID. Uh, yes, protect yourself. Um, but, but, you know, shut the fuck up, quit sharing it on Facebook. Nobody cares. Like, I mean, we do, but you know what I mean? Just shut the fuck up. I want to, I want to hear about the good things in your life. I don't want to keep hearing about all the division mm -hmm. in our society. You keep know? a balance. Like keep, everything. keep a balance. Yeah. It's all about balance. You, you've heard it me is. talk. You say it before. <laughs> life is all about, it's a continual balance. I, you know, life, it's kind of like those guys at the circus that can spin plates on like their head and their elbows and their knees and their <laughs> toes. And you've got like eight to 10 plates and they're spinning them all. And then one falls, and then, of course, they all fall. That's what life is. It's the great balancing act, uh, all caps, the great balancing act of life. And it's really hard, and it's especially hard uh, for uh, people that don't have a ton of money or don't have a ton of uh, friends or don't have a ton of uh, extra mental health to spare. Um, life and your job can, can almost rob you of everything. Uh, there are people in this world you know, especially corporate America. I'm not anti-corporate. I'm not anti-capitalism. But, you know, capitalism can be a mean, cruel bastard. And uh, we have to protect ourselves. And so, like today, Rebecca was like, you know, I'm in a really weird headspace. I, I just can't. I can't. 
I can't do it. I, I will go to the dark side. I will fucking destroy myself if I do. And so yeah. just knowing where that balance is, knowing where that line is, is really crucial. So I'm doing this. I was playing my little games. I think I'm going to pick up some cross-stitch later, watch some Olympics. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you feel yourself going into a place, no matter what it is that makes you happy, just do it. Yeah. Who no cares matter how, what other people think? Yeah. Be a silly heart, you guys. It's the only way to live. Seriously, I have friends that are super serious and smart and uh, they're super successful, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, I used to be that, you know, I was really determined as a chef and I wanted to be a, a, you know, an an executive chef. Uh, But then I got tired of the politics of it all. And I got tired of having to be an accountant. I I got tired of uh, having to be politically correct all the time, you know, Um, and while I think there is definitely a line of decency that you shouldn't cross, um, I, sometimes I, you know, I like my friends that say the fucked up shit, you know, uh, not racist, not, you know, that there's a line, but, but sometimes I like fucked up shit. You know, I just, I want to hear a little bit of wrong. You know, it's like, uh, the 40 year old virgin, he says, I'm doing the right thing. And he goes, well, maybe you need to try a little wrong dog, you know, because yeah, you know, and within reason, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously there's a line, a, a distinction there, but, um, try to be a good person and, uh, try to, you know, uh, live up to your values um, but, but maybe what your problem is like me is that you can't get out of your own head. You can't get out of your own, tr- uh, political tribe. You can't get out of those mentalities. And so maybe you need to take a day off from CNN, take a day off from uh, MSNBC, unless it's making you happy. And that's okay too. You know, because mm-hmm. I mean, I really enjoy it sometimes because what I like about watching MSNBC sometimes is, um, just how free thinking it can be, you know, Rachel Maddow is a, a silly, goofy, but intelligent, bright woman. And I love that. And, and some, when she needs a break, she goes fishing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. And, you know, and then uh, I, I have this saying, I, I talk me down, Lawrence, uh, Lawrence O'Donnell. You know, he was the best shit talker of Donald Trump. He was just talk me down. Like whenever I was feeling overly stressed, I would listen to Lawrence O'Donnell, just talk mad shit. And it just helps. It just helps yeah. to, you know, like have people, that, that think the way you do. And so, you know, there's nothing wrong with liberal or conservative radio, liberal conservative uh, media, uh, just so long as we're not perpetuating uh, the, the problems that are killing our society. We cannot, this, this aggression cannot stand, man, <laughs> you know? So anyway, no, enough about politics. The, you know, the, the, the bottom line is folks is um, you, you know, you might have hit an emotional wall a time or two or three or 400. Um, you know, we all do. We all do. Um, you know, I can't sit here and tell you that um, I'm, I have perfect mental health. I don't. I, um, I have days where um, I just feel out of sorts. I have days where I'm depressed. I have days where I should be excited, but I can't get excited. And a lot of that stems from the fact that I don't really want to be in Albany. I don't really want to live in this mobile home park. I don't really want to be stuck um, being broke all the time. Um, you know, but, you know, I, I read this saying um, the other day. It's, it, uh, I think it was uh, Jim Carrey put it on his, uh, one of the socials, I can't remember which, I think it was Instagram, uh, that said, um, you can't get anywhere without a little bit of desperation. Desperation is a tremendous motivator. And while it can kill you uh, if you let it, um, yeah, that's the last thing I want to talk about today was um, 
there's a thing called uh, I, I, I coined the phrase. Um, uh, what do you call it? Um, success requires uh, uh, kinetic energy, you know, um, and I think I've mentioned that in a previous podcast, but success and happiness require um, momentum. And so when you succeed at one thing, that helps you succeed at another. And before you know it, you're succeeding more often. And maybe you'll have a couple setbacks here and there. You know, I think life is, you know, like uh, they say, uh, two steps forward and three steps back. Mm -hmm. but, But if you can go three steps forward and only take one step back, you're still two steps forward. And so what I would suggest to you guys out there that aren't rich, aren't famous, you know, and that's not to say that we should be, you know, jealous of those people. It's just some people were born on third base and that's the world. That's just how it goes. And that's not always fair. But, you know, Jim Carrey uh, was born poor, very, very poor, like living in the backyard in a tent poor. So the fact that he's rich now and now he's like this quasi spiritualist. I love it. I don't, mm-hmm. He grows a beard. So he's psychedelic trip yeah yeah i like it but but what he says is yeah desperation um is a great motivator um but it's it's all about understanding uh how to use your desperation to create uh, the right amount of hunger because um being too hungry can uh deprive you of your willpower and deprive you of your uh your drive because you just give up at a certain point fuck it, I'm not going to find food, so I might as well just stop. It's like, you know, unfortunately, like watching those old videos from Ethiopia all those years Mm -hmm. ago, you know, it's you get to a point where you're just so deprived that you just can't even move anymore. You've been paralyzed by loss. You've been paralyzed by grief. You've been paralyzed by uh, disappointment and defeat. and, um, And you can get yourself into a point where you can't move anymore. And so if that's happening to you guys... No, no, you have a friend because we get it. We get it, you know, because life is hard. It is very, very hard. I can't sit here and lie to you and say, oh, yeah, life's great. You know, and when you're when you're on social media, you're going to run into rich celebrities. You're going to run into very successful people. But then you're going to run into people like me who are just regular folks just trying to help people because I I really am, uh, you know, uh, just seriously and bound by a glorious purpose to somehow make a difference in our society. Uh, I know I'm just one guy. I know I'm just one voice, but God, I, I really do believe that kindness is the key. Um, and, and just getting our culture uh, to just sort of be nice to each other. We need jobs to be nice. You know, this is not the 1940s. You guys, if you're going to work, and it feels like you're working, you're breaking rocks at the factory. Like this is 1942. Something's fucking wrong. That is called regressivism, and regressivism is akin to exploitation. And so it's not about you know uh, being weak. It's not a you know yes, you have to have a little bit of strength and in, uh, determination. Uh, but you you know know where the line is drawn. Corporations and jobs exploiting you, and you're just like. Yeah, well, I'm a tough guy, so I can put up with it. No, you can't. You will burn out. You shouldn't have to. That's right. This is not the 1940s. Uh, Much about our society is getting better. You know, the technology is getting better. Uh, I believe um, uh, 
multiculturalism is getting uh, better. Uh, you know, we were just noting, uh, like the, at the Olympics, that the Chinese uh, gymnastics team don't feel like they used to. Remember when it, they felt like they were being oppressed yeah. and maybe they weren't forced happy? And, and yeah. f- it was forced, right? And now they're hugging and they look happy and they're doing heart symbols and shit. And I'm like, good. Because I want China to have the same uh, uh, feelings of progressive uh, happiness and, and freedom as the United States of America or other democratic countries. You know, because that's what we're fighting here is we're fighting systemic oppression and systemic regression. Regression is a construct, you guys. So when these companies and corporations are out there making you feel like you're not good enough, uh, they're 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 playing head games with you and they want you to work hard and they, and they want you to die on the fucking factory floor there. And so you got to know where to draw the line. Yes, you should be a hard worker. Yes, you should take pride in your, your job. Mm -hmm. And yes, you should pay your dues, but where do we draw that line? You guys do. Am I supposed to work forever without pay raises? Am I supposed to work forever without promotion insurance or vacation or sick time or or work in an environment where my boss is a fucking sociopath no man this is not the 1940s anymore and i say that because there are big swaths of america and maybe other countries too i just don't know i I can't afford to get over to you (laughs) i want to i want to (laughs) but there are big swaths of our our society uh, that are very, very regressive still. And and so my only problem with conservatism is that they promote the status quo and regressiveness. Regressive mentalities will tell you it's quite all right that things are all fucked up. It's not all right. Hardship is a man-made construct. Happiness requires humanity, opportunity, uh, uh, help me out. What else? <laughs> you know, happiness requires work sometimes and yeah, it's worth it. And right. you have to realize that you're worth, you're worth having happiness. Yes. You should be happy. Yes. And, and, and Rebecca and I, when I, when the cheese finally slid off my cracker, because I had been working all these jobs and I, you know, I have all this experience as a chef and you get tired of getting grilled by lesser people. Like, dude, you, they, these, these people, they're country, man. They don't know. I used to work in L.A., man. Like, I'm the real, sorry to say it, but I'm the real deal Holyfield. And when you got these fucking cheeseheads saying, uh, well, do you know how to do this? Like, they, they act superior to you. And they act like you're some bohunk, mentally deficient human being. And it's like, no, man, you are for asking me these questions because you can't tell the difference. You know, and so... All I would say, you guys, is we want to build a society. Uh, we can still have capitalism. We can still have jobs. And we're not going to get rid of corporations. It's just not going to happen. Um, we're not anti any of those things. It's about... Just a little bit. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> For me. For, right. Well, maybe a little bit. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> um, but it, it's about building a society that takes care of each other, man. And so we got to get... Our, our weakest links in society to start understanding the value of love, the value of friendship, the value of compassion. And we got to stop, uh, you know, any media source that's perpetuating uh, outrageous lies 
and outrageous agendas that that perpetuate uh, the status quo, which is to keep you stuck in your shitty situation. That's not right. And so that's what I would leave you guys with is that this pandemic uh, has forced a lot of people to rethink their careers and to rethink their lives. And uh, um, man, believe in yourself. You know, be go be a content creator. Start an Etsy shop. You know, paint and saw fucking Bigfoots and sell them. I don't know. I'd buy it. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about that's the reason why I said that is because I was thinking about doing it. I saw this uh, uh, cutout of like a like a Bigfoot and it had a sign and it was you know and it's like this guy was selling it on Etsy. Mm-hmm. He was making bank. So I'm like, dude, there are opportunities out there, you guys. But but the way they keep you controlled, the way they keep you down is they keep telling you that you're not good enough. They keep telling you you're not smart enough. They keep telling you you're, uh, you owe us this, this, and this. You are not free enough, and you don't deserve all these good things. And I sincerely believe it's going to take a while, but this podcast, I'm coming for you, Joe Rogan. I'm coming for you, baby. <laughs> okay, I probably won't get that good, right. but <laughs> it probably would have helped that I started out a celebrity, uh, but I didn't. Um, but it gives you a leg up, but... Yeah, but no, I just mean, you know, no, I, I, I see my numbers slowly growing. It's not, you know, it's not huge numbers yet, but I've only been at it for a couple of months. And so, so um, I really, you know, just feel like um, uh, success and determination, uh, it's not about, you know, because you're going to have days where you feel like shit. You're going to have back days where you feel like giving up. Um, that's just the human condition. But if you have uh, uh, little successes here and there that perpetuates that, that, that kinetic energy that pushes your, you forward. I, I always say winners begat winners. When, when you win, you continue to win. And that's where you, you see that a lot with the uh, Olympia Olympiads, the ones who've had two and three gold medals or medals end up with seven eventually because they uh, have poised themselves for success they have practiced and practiced and practiced, and uh, they've learned how to become celebrities and how to be popular. You know, like Simone Biles, you know, she's going through that whole mental health thing, and she she decided to take herself out, out of the team events, and she's getting a lot of flack for that. But the truth is, is good for you, girl. You're taking care of you. Absolutely. We don't know what she's going through. She yeah. might be feeling suicidal, or she might be having some kind of really, really bad uh, uh, depression or anxiety or something, and so... So all I am trying to uh, instill in you guys is a sense of freedom and fairness in the society. Uh, It's all about rejecting regressive uh, traits. Do not let your employer exploit you. That is how they win, man. And now you got Jeff Bezos flying to outer space. What the fuck is that all about? Like, and we're all okay with it. We've become too okay with inequality. We've become too okay that some people deserve all the best while others don't. And and people get that shit in their head, and man, and it stays. It stays there. Like, oh, Chef Bright Comedy? Oh, he's not as good as, or he doesn't deserve to be famous like Joe Rogan because Joe Rogan works out and he can kick a bag real, real hard. Like, <laughs> the fuck does that got to do with anything? You know, I like Joe Rogan. He's got a cool dog and he seems like a nice guy. But he's not a humanitarian. And so all I would say is celebrity culture doesn't have to be held accountable. The Kardashians don't have to give a shit 
about poor people. And so all I'm saying is that when you support celebrities, support the right ones because there are people out there like The Rock who are like, yeah, I'm rich, but, you know, I care about you guys. And, you know, he doesn't show off his house. He's not getting all weird about it, you know. The point is, is that equality uh, comes from when you start to understand that we are all created equal. We are. doesn't matter how small or short you are. doesn't matter how buff you are. doesn't matter how beautiful you are. We can't all be Brad Pitt. We can't all be Angelina Jolie. Okay. And we can't all be born on third base. And so I, happiness comes from within you guys. And, and that doesn't mean that you're not going to have problems. It doesn't mean you're not going to require medication maybe uh, or, or mental health uh, professional treatment. Um, it, it just means give yourself a break, man. Uh, understand the natural flow of life. Understand the natural timing of life. Not everything has to happen all at once. It, life takes time to build. Go with the flow. The universe knows the right time and tempo and speed and just follow that. Listen to the universe. I don't know how to explain that, but that's what that's that's what I do. So you got anything else for us, baby? Just along with the universe thing, just energy and intention. Yeah. And just take care of yourself. Yeah. That's the main thing. Yeah, and I feel a lot better for having done this podcast. I was mm-hmm. really feeling low, and now I feel kind of good. So and- thank you, babe, for helping me feel good, and thank you guys for just sticking around. You know, don't judge a book by its cover, man. Um, you will find, if you listen to my podcast long enough, that I am trying to start a movement uh, of like-minded individuals. I call it my empath tribe, and... Uh, I'm coming from a place of I absolutely mean it. I don't care about being rich. I just want to keep doing what I love and make just enough money maybe to get out of the trailer park. Just, you know, a little tiny house, a little cracker box somewhere (laughs) down the road. You know, that's what it's all about. Or our own trailer. That's right. I'm good with that too. Hey, I'm a trailer park kid. (laughs) (laughs) You straight out of Compton, I'm straight out to trailer. (laughs) Okay, you guys. I think you've dealt with our shenanigans quite enough. Uh, Thank you. We love you. And uh, babe, would you like to say goodbye? Of course. And you can always find me on Instagram and Twitter. 